0: Welcome to the Seashore Church message of the week. This message is designed to bring more of heaven into your world today. For more resources like this, or to learn more about our church, visit seashorechurch.com. You got a word? I have a word of knowledge for healing. Does anybody have pain in their right shoulder, like right here? Oh, hey there you go cool let's pray for that
1: okay if you're if you're near somebody right now that's got uh i know mike sorry i switch mics i always mess them up when i do this if you're around somebody and you want to uh, pray for them go you want to pray for her that'd be great go for it thank you lord
0: Jesus, we just lift up everybody with shoulder pain right now. We just speak your healing right now in the name of Jesus. We just command pain to go right now. We say, shoulders be healed right now in the name of Jesus. All pain, tenderness, swelling, whatever's going on, Jesus, you know exactly what it is. We just command it to go right now. We thank you, Jesus, that when you died for us, it wasn't just for our sins, but for our afflictions. And that there is healing right now on this side of heaven. We just thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing, and it's in your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's great. Cool. Any other words? How you feel? We always encourage people to test it out.
1: Can you test it out? Oh, you got your neck pain, don't you? That's what that is. It's not yours. Thank you. Rummy has a pain in her neck. It has a name.
0: Does this work now? It has batteries. Um, I. This is just real quick. I just wanted to pray and release this over the room. But when we were worshiping um, and we were singing, come down, spirit, when you move, you make my heart pound. That During that song, I felt and I like saw a sense in the spirit, um, a dove come in the room. And so I just feel like the Holy Spirit has come um, to impart peace. And also I felt great joy, um, just a, like a bubbling over of joy. So I just want to release that into the room. It's for everybody that's here. So if your heart is engaged with the Lord, he wants you to have everything that he has. So I just really want to give it, or not give it, but you know, pray it. So God, we just thank you that in your presence there is fullness of joy and we can experience your peace and you just come and you fill us with the things that we need. So we just thank you, God, that your presence is here. And I pray that every person in this room would feel just feel your peace and your joy and the love that you have for each one of us. And we just bless you, God, and I bless this time. We bless Remy, and we ask that you would just give her all the words that you want to
1: um, speak today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 I'm in. i got two. got two. I talk twice as fast. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I okay. I, um, I, um, just changed exactly what I was going to start with based on what you just said there about not owning a diagnosis or that's what I'm saying so he said you've got your neck pain I'm like it's not my neck pain right so um before we start I do I do just want to pray so God, I just thank you for every person here, and, and even even um, I don't take for granted that I get to be someone who just speaks your word, and, uh, but I pray that we'd all be people who hear your word and love your word and tremble at your word and want to know your word, and, and because God, it's the thing that feeds us more than anything else in this world. You've given us the word of God. It is truth. It is absolute truth. It is unchanging. It's got no error in it, and I God, pray, I pray We'd be people who understand what your word is, the power of your word, the power of the spoken word when we use it and we speak it and what it does and how it changes us and changes the atmospheres around about us. And I pray this morning, give me the words to speak about this, about our words. And um, yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. So about our words, because he just made that. He just goes, oh, you've got your neck pain. And I just went, it's not my pain. Because here's what, here's what the thing is, I had a friend... Um, I had a friend, and she lives a long way away now, but she, was, she had to walk out a diagnosis of cancer and, um, and for many years. And um, she was wise because every time she'd sit with a doctor and he'd try and speak it over her, she'd sit there and just say, I just break off that. I just break off those words. I have a current diagnosis of this, but it does not own me. It is not my identity, and I am not going to be someone who owns the cancer diagnosis. And you can say that about any kind of sickness and any kind of pain that you might have, right? I, my daughter, is, um, she has type 1 diabetes, and um, she was smarter than me when she got it. She goes, "Mom, I'm going to call it liver because this, I'm going to live. I'm going to have the victory over this. I'm like, go, girl. <laughs> It's, more, it's, more, it's like smarter than I am. And, um, but the thing is, like, she, she, is, she understands the power of our words and the power of the things that we own over our words. And so we've got to be very careful and say, uh, I don't know, think of something. I, I have, I don't know, what's a coronary artery disease. I have coronary artery disease. That's my disease. Like, the, the words that we let come out of our mouth do shape and do define us like this. And um, so um, uh, this is kind of leading into what I'm talking about today. But it's being very careful with what we let come out of our mouth, what what we let um, define us. And um, so uh, I'm, the, the bigger conversation is about a lot of what is happening through, through America right now, not just America, but in our, you know, we live here. So uh, what is happening through media, through social media, through the news media, the constant um, lies that are sent into the atmosphere around every kind of thing. And so families are divided because of stupid politics, families are divided over whether they should wear a mask or not families are divided over whether they should take a vaccine or not and people are like this irrational hatred has been sent into the atmosphere because people have given their words to it right this is witchcraft and the enemy has come along through this period and sent so much witchcraft into this nation and christians have started to come down under it and lose hope and lose fear and sit down and let it crumble away their faith right? And we're not supposed to live like this. We're not supposed to come under those kinds of words. We're supposed to have discernment to go, I know what that is. I can call out that lie every single time. I've got discernment because the gift of the Spirit, one of the gifts of the Spirit is discernment. And every single one of us can have that. Every sing- I pray for it every single day. I pray for it for our church and I pray for it to increase in my life every single day because it is the thing that we need to know, the difference between we test the spirits, right? We test between what is God, Holy Spirit, and what is not God. And then we also are able to test things like fruit in people's lives when they turn up into your life and and they they say they're a Christian but the fruit is very different right and so we've got to test these things and be discerning people and understand that right now more than ever and, and it will continue by the way more than ever we need to be people who understand who we are who Christ is in us what he's called us to do and have discernment to see the difference between I know that that's the enemy. I know that's a lie. I don't have to come under that. I might have just been accused of something. I don't have to come under that. Shame, guilt, condemnation, conviction is of the Holy Spirit. But those other things, the condemnation, the shame, the things that make you sit down and bow down under the burden of false accusation, that is demonic. It is pure demonic. This week, I happen to... Should I change? Keep Keep going. Keep going. So um, this week, I, um, most of the people in the room here kind of know me. Some really well. Some kind of know me. Some know me from social media. And some maybe, maybe you just know me for the first time. I don't know. But, but, but way back when, at uh, the beginning of COVID, the Holy Spirit told me, don't put a mask on. And I was like, how do I not? It's mandated, which is not legal. It's not a law. It's a manda- mandate. The different. And it's based on the executive order. I said, how? As I don't want to just be this stubborn person and I'm not going to lie and walk around lying. Oh, I've got a medical exemption. I'm not going to lie. So I really took this to the Holy Spirit and went, I, I, I hear you. I just need to be armed with the right kind of information on how to do this right, right? And so he did. He led me to a lot of the science because my background is science. So reading through scientific journals is super easy for me. The jargon is easy. But so I started, I, re- I, start, I ripped through a lot of them. And discovered that really it it is all bogus. It is all a lie. And OSHA laws and HIPAA laws and all this stuff. So, um, so my thing was the Holy Spirit goes, I don't want you to put one on. Don't put one on. They are a lie. And hear me, hear me. The devil is the father of lies. The devil works through media. And so when something's not based in science but you are told it every single day through media and you are told it by your political leaders and now also sometimes at schools kids have to wear them to go to school and so there's been um, um, manipulation through laws that have been mandated through schools even just to, to turn up. You've got to, some schools, colleges are going to start saying you've got to have a vaccine to come. So it is manipulation. It is witchcraft. And we get to decide whether we're going to live under it or whether we're going to live free outside of it. We decide. No one can decide for you. You have to go, I'm going to live by the truth. I'm going to live by obedience to the Holy Spirit or not. Every single one of us decides every single day. There's no, there's no, I'm just going to blame this person over here because uh, they got COVID and I wasn't wearing a mask and they blamed me for it. So I better just go put one on. Shame comes on. It's accusation. This is witchcraft. I'm sticking on this one thing. I don't really mean to be hammering on the mask thing, but the Holy Spirit did say to me, don't wear one. And that's why we don't mandate it here, right? So, well, there's more reasons, but... um, Witchcraft. Witchcraft is the religion of the fallen world. That's the simplest way to explain it. Witchcraft is the religion of the fallen world. So every single person who has not surrendered their life to Jesus Christ, so they've not become a new creation, they've not become someone who's now planted in the kingdom of God, they are under witchcraft, the religion of the world. Now some people understand this and fully chase it and, and give themselves to occultic practice, new age practice. It's all under it. False religions all come under witchcraft, all of them. Other people don 't they' just quite actually in, actually not, not in other countries, America, because we 've really kind of booted out the spiritual worldview here in, this, in the West, but especially America. but um, other countries, if you go down to Africa, if you go into some of those countries, they understand they understand there is power to be had in the spiritual world. they are not fooled, and so they understand really what it means to be people who come under spiritual powers in, for good or bad, right? But the thing is. Actually, let's do this before I even start talking about that stuff. Let's say this first, just for our own heart's sake. Jesus, right? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Let's do this because I just want to make sure before I start talking about some other stuff that we have our hearts in a really good place and there's no fear because of my words. I want to make sure. So repeat after me. Say, I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through jesus christ right he is the way he is the truth he is the life no one comes to the father except through jesus christ once a person comes to the father they're in the their new creation they are now in the kingdom of light it's that simple right now let's read this one acts 4:12 salvation is found in no one else For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which man must be saved. So you either love Jesus and have surrendered your life to him and you're in his kingdom or you are part of the devil's kingdom, the enemy's kingdom. I heard a really great quote this week, Mario Murillo. I love him. He's an evangelist. He said, said, um, the devil has about as much power against God as an amoeba... Has on the surface of the sun. <laughs> Should I say it again? It's so good. It's so good. He goes. He goes. Um. The devil has about as much power against God as an amoeba has against the surface of the sun. <laughs> it's like fried. <laughs> it's, it's not. You know, hair of a second. Fried, dead, gone. That's true. Right. That's that's. The devil in comparison to God. All power, all power belongs to God. All of it, all of it. Now Christ is in us and so we have access to that power. It, it lives on the inside of us because Christ is on the inside of us. We, are, we have light on the inside of us because Christ Jesus is, is the light. Right? He's on the inside of us. So, so we are safe. Say, I am safe. Okay. Say, I am washed in the blood of Jesus. I'm saved, by the blood of the lamb. I'm saved by the blood of the lamb and the word, the word of my testimony. So I've just got you to actually repeat things over yourself and declare things over yourself, right? Because this is the power of our words. And so you're declaring and praying that over yourself. Now, now back to what I was going to be explaining about witchcraft. So witchcraft is all of the opposite of that. Witchcraft is all of the fear, intimidation, manipulation. Condemnation, I said condemnation is part of it, but it is it is the the domination. Satan seeks to dominate people. Satan seeks to dominate non-believers and believers alike. And we all choose, as a believer, I still choose, even though I am washed by the blood of the Lamb, I still choose, I have to choose my freedom. I have to choose to walk in freedom. I have to choose to guard my mouth. I have to choose to guard what I believe and what I let into my heart and my life. Okay? Now so so with uh, we were created Adam was created first in the garden and he was told go multiply The garden ended we know that but still in the next chapter he was told still go multiply then 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 the flood came and then Noah was left on his own with his small little family And he was told, now, go multiply. Then Jesus said, now, go make disciples of all nations, which is go multiply. So we were created to have dominion in the earth, to multiply, to have dominion, to reflect the light of Christ that I just said a few moments ago. We have the light of Christ in us, the life of Christ in us, the love of God in us flows in us, through us. And our job is to let it be expressed through our life. His life, his life. Resurrection power on the inside of us reflected out and expressed out of us everywhere we go. That is how we take dominion. And it's love. It's by love. It's by freedom. It's by speaking truth to lies, right? That's one of the ways, truth to lies. But but it's by loving people and getting into people's worlds in a way that is just going to show them who Jesus is. Not who we are in our human strength, but who Jesus is. Now, here's the other thing is dominion. We're to take dominion, but the perverted human part, the fallen human part, it's the part that seeks domination over another human being. See the difference? We are told to take dominion, express Christ, live the life of Christ everywhere we go, versus dominating others. If I start to try and control someone else and dominate someone else and enforce my will over them and push them and control them and manipulate them, I myself become someone who then operates through witchcraft. So I said witchcraft is the religion of the world. Another way we can understand what witchcraft is, to understand this is witchcraft, is to do anything and push anyone or control anyone with anything else other than the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is God. And we're to live fully, myself, we're we're supposed to live fully surrendered to Him, fully surrendered, fully yielded over to the Holy Spirit. Right? And when we do, he fills us. The more surrender, the more we're filled. The more I walk in truth, the more I'm filled. It's that simple. It's not hard, people. The more I surrender and give up stuff that I might like, right? The, he, the more I surrender, it, he, the more he just comes in and fills. Every part of who we are is filled with him. The more we walk in repentance and surrender and, and yielded yielded obedience and submission to the Holy Spirit, right? But when we don't, we become soulish, We become people who then start to operate and start to get our way through other means. And if we really push over into this place of manipulating others, really push over into the controlling others, dominating others, we really open up our lives to the demonic realm, to demonic persuasion and control in us. And that is what is witchcraft. And so, that being said, I better read some scripture. (laughs) It's always good. Who said that? Thank you. <laughs> um, I know it's a little heavy. You all right? We're talking about this stuff. All right. I know it is. I know it is a little heavy, but it's really, it's really. We walk free. We walk free if we're just unafraid to talk about some of these things. Okay, we can't be afraid to talk about true things and scriptural things and things that will bring people into great freedom. In fact, the church is not free, and many of the church are broken and hurting and struggling because churches will not talk about the hard things. And so, scripture is we've got to talk, we've got to be people who openly talk about the word of God, right? Amen. All of it, all of the sin, it's got to go. Um, that just helped me decide what scripture I'm going to read right now. So, Galatians, let's read Galatians 5. I'm reading from the NIV. It's a little section, and its title says "Life by the Spirit" is the little subtitle. If you have a Bible that has sub, the subtitled headings, but I'm going to start. I'm going to start reading from verse 17. Oh, you know what? No, I'll read from 13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. See, that's the thing, right? Love is the greatest command of all, right? And, and love's never going to dominate another person. Love sets another person free, right? So love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. What's the biting and devouring? It's like our words, right? I made jokes a few weeks ago about sarcasm. Like sarcasm is biting, is biting flesh, stripping flesh off someone. So, so if you bite, and, and, but the biting and the devouring can be gossip, can be slandering, can be ruining someone's reputation. Can, I don't really like this person and here's why, right? And, you know, anyway, that's not really the point of the message, so move on. Um, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not able to do whatever you want. Conflict, conflict with God, conflict, if if I'm in conflict with God, I am going to have conflict with my brother or sister. It's really that simple. If there's conflict between me and a person, it's because there's conflict between me and some area that hasn't been yielded over to God. It's that simple. So, so rebellion is a word for... It also means contention. I just... Rebellion, I've just turned away and I'm doing my own little thing over here. Right? So in fact, in fact, um, 1 Samuel 15, 23 says that rebellion is as witchcraft. So rebellion is the contention, it's the disobedience from the Lord. Right? Um, so back to verse, verse 18. But if you were led by the Spirit, you are not under law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you as I did before, those who live like this will not see the kingdom of God. The rest of it goes on through the, the spirit. We'll come back to that, Okay. So, But I, I want to just read it again. The acts of the flesh, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy and drunkenness and orgies. Now, we can look around America right now and go, what happened? <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff that's on our TV every single day. Yeah. Yeah. The enemy is so unafraid of the church. He just blasts it all day long at people. Like through video games, through TVs that people watch, through advertising, our advertising, our advertising. It is pure witchcraft that is pushed on people every single day. And so we've got to be the kind of people that just can go, I recognize that as an act of the flesh, and I recognize that as something that's going to push push me or people in my world to a place that's very unhealthy and the god it's going to push me away from a place that's being led by the spirit and i want to be led by the holy spirit so we've got to be able to recognize this stuff the acts of the flesh and what it says right there witchcraft i've written here witchcraft can be described as dominating satanic force anything that captivates and controls any personal domination, like that I've already said, trying to personally like assert your will over someone and get them to do something that they don't want to do necessarily, but you're just going to push because you can manipulate. Manipulation is part of witchcraft. So, okay. Where was I? Um, it, witchcraft is never the will of God. It's never the will of God for one person to dominate another person. It is never the will of God for one person to dominate another person. God doesn't dominate us. God asks us to freely choose him. We have free will. If the Father has given us that, every single person, why on earth do people turn around then, even in church, by the way, and be so dominating and domineering and push their will onto others because that is not God. That is never from God. So, okay. Amen. 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 I, um, there's, there's different types of witchcraft. And I mentioned, I've started to touch on, some people, some people have been involved in witchcraft at a very deep level. They have given their life and made contracts with demons and have become people who are witches, who do operate in the occult and the satanic um, covens and everything. And in this city, it happens in this city. Um, but then there's other people who do it just unwillingly. If I listen to an ad on television about restless leg syndrome, I just picked that one, <laughs> like whatever, oh, you, they'll have an, an, a television will advertise to you some kind of um, symptoms. Maybe if you have this and this and this and this, maybe you have this and you should come and contact our doctors or this medication would be really good for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That Even through our televisions, witchcraft is coming at us that way. And many Christians don't spot that stuff. We can easily go, I know what satanic occult witchcraft looks like, but we can't as easily go, when we listen to an ad, going, oh, I have restless legs too. What's restless leg syndrome? Sometimes my legs are restless. And we start agreeing with the television. We start agreeing with the symptoms that they've just said. And our agreement with the enemy opens up the door to us having that in our life, and we've just partnered with some witchcraft. Does that make sense? This is why discernment is really important. We've got to be people who have our eyes and ears, spiritual eyes and ears open, ready, listening, alert to the Holy Spirit, alert to what God wants to say to us all the time. Um, Hosea 4.6 says that my people die for lack of knowledge. Now, the knowledge part of that is the yada, intimate, knowing God. So my people die because they don't know me they don't have intimate relationship with me through the intimacy of the holy spirit is where we become people who are um, uh, we're brought into greater discernment we are led by the holy spirit through that intimacy through the friendship that we all develop with the holy spirit and really seek it right seek holy spirit seek that friendship that's the yada knowledge of god that hosea is speaking about there Okay, so my people die for lack of knowledge. Because without that intimacy and without that discerning and without that leading of the Holy Spirit, we open up our lives then to the wrong stuff. Without discernment, we get beat down. Without discernment, we get pushed around. We get battered by the ads on television, like restless leg syndrome and the symptoms that we start agreeing with. Does this make sense? So, so... People die for lack of knowledge. But I want to say down in verse 14, it says people without understanding come to ruin. The Holy Spirit is in you so that you would have great discernment. The Holy Spirit is in you so that you could know and see and perceive what is real and what is not real. He is in you to give you the incredible discernment that you know that you can test the spirits. He said, test the spirits. He is in you so that if you hear something on television or, uh, that, 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 is, that is coming at you and telling you there's something wrong with you and telling you to have these symptoms. Actually, YouTube's got really bad lately. They, they will, in the middle of a worship song, will just break in with a, my child got cancer and I wasn't ready for that. I'm like, Turn that off. <laughs> right? Like be quick to turn it off. Be quick to recognise it. Don't just let ads like that play in your home and change the atmosphere in your home because they will. They change the atmosphere in my heart and they also, that affects my home, right? And so be careful what you listen to. Be careful. In fact, Mark, I think it's 4.9, um, the NLT says it the best. It says, what you give your attention to, you'll get more of, and so, if I'm not careful about what I'm allowing in, if I'm not careful about what my attention is being given to, that stuff, I reap it more and more into my lap. I reap, right? There is a sowing and reaping that, is in, that, that happens when, with the attention that we give to a thing. Okay? It's a principle. The sowing and reaping principle works with the affections Wherever my affections are aimed at, and I want them to always be aimed at Jesus, right? I want them to always he I want them he to have everything. But but the promise is if that's the case, I just get more of him. Right? So we've got to guard. That's why the Bible says guard your heart for all your, all, all of the issues of your life flow out of it. Right? Okay, what time is it? 20. Oh, good. Um now I do want to also. We, at the end of this, we're going to pray. We're going to break some of this stuff off house all of us, okay? And whether you've been involved or not doesn't matter. We just pray very generally. Um, you know, what was really great today is the word that um, Kat brought. I don't even know where she's sitting. Thank you for waving. Um, so the word that Kat brought was about joy, but I felt it too. We were on the opposite sides of the room, which was so great. Um, and so, because there was the first couple, of those first couple of songs, they were just very um, warfare-declaring I'm going to get a victory. I'm going to see victory. So this, that's how we make war against the enemy. And when we let words like that come out of our mouth, we break down the witchcraft. So I've seen this in the spirit one time. Um, who, knows, who remembers the Chinese Olympics? I was talking about this with you. Sal on Sunday. Remember who remembers the Chinese Olympics? And they created that. I'm, I'm like an architectural. I love like super great architecture design. So they built this amazingly gorgeous um, bird's nest arena. And I was like, oh my gosh, architectural dream right there. Um, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful building. I love China, by the way. Don't love the CCP, but we're praying for them to come down. It's, for another day, um, so the, the bird's nest arena—it's just this. It's grey. It's a grey building, but the, how they've created it is just this lattice work of just bits of grey. Do people know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Google it because it'll come right up. The Chinese bird's nest arena—it's um, grey lattice work and it's just crisscrossed grey. Ev- actually, looks like this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> looks a little bit like the microphone. <laughs> All the lattice. And, but it's, anyway, it's this beautiful, beautiful building. But um, in the spirit, I've seen that's what witchcraft looks like. Grey lattice work that is brick upon brick, metal. Like it's actually be stronger than metal in, in the spirit, right? It is this layer upon layer. I need, oh, I need my hand. It's like lattice just gets built up upon brick upon brick upon piece of... Um, uh, uh, I don't know what to call it other than I describe it like the bird's nest because that's what it looked like. Um, but I, but I've, so I saw that in the Spirit one time and the Lord said to me, you've got to pray right now and to declare into the Spirit and bring that down. And I was with um, Norm Akey and Michelle Beecham, the three of us, prayer meeting, they're my people. <laughs> they just stand with me for hours as we would just do prayer meetings and worship. And so as, as we just started declaring and really loud, we got pretty loud and... Um, I don't know what we were doing. We just got... We just worship, prayed, We just declared strongly. And as we did, I saw in the spirit... It was as if Jesus came stomping down and broke down... Like what looked like the bird's nest but not. But, the, but there was the witchcraft, a wall of witchcraft... That had been set against our church. and I, But I saw Jesus break it all down and stamp it down... And, and Like in split seconds, by the way. And that's the power of our worship. That's that when we stand and declare, I'm going to see a victory... It's as, if, it's as if there's weapons coming out, or there actually is, but the weapons coming out of our mouth that destroys all of the wrong words sent against us, destroys all of the witchcraft that the enemy would love to send against us. Now, here's how this happens against a Christian, against a church. Uh, we, sometimes I can give my own mouth to it. I don't want to, right? Pray, repent, break that off. But there are other people in the city that don't like us, and their gossip is sent against you or sent against us as a church, an individual, a family. People's wrong words, sent against you, is a form of witchcraft that the enemy tries to push into your life. Now, now here's the thing is, when we stand in the place and take victory over that and in Jesus' name say, break every single one of those words right now in Jesus' name, our prayer breaks it that quickly because Jesus Christ is the one with all the power, remember? And an amoeba on the sun... He's got a hair life, like split second hair life, he'll be dead, evaporated. That's the enemy against the power of God. So it's not in our strength that we stand and do and pray those things. It is in the Lord's strength. Jesus Christ has won the battle. He has won the victory. So with today singing, I'm going to see a victory, it's because Jesus has already done it. And the Lord taught me, he said, you have got to pray weekly. Just pray weekly, simple prayer. It's not like formula prayer. It's not like in hours of intercession because we don't have to strive in our praying even, okay? So it's, um, he just goes, break down the witchcraft sent against you every week. Just get in the habit, pray, break down any wrong word, any, any willfully wrong word because some people willfully send it against you and break down any careless words sent against you and the church. Just pray in Jesus' name. Lord, I break down every wrong word, any curse, any wrong oaths people have made. I just break it down again in Jesus' name. Cleanse our church in Jesus' name. That's it. It's not hard, is it? It's not hard at all. So that's why I started out by saying some of the scriptures. So we know, we understand Jesus is the one with all the power. But we have to be alert to the enemy's plans. Because if we're not alert, that's what the scripture said is about people of understanding their lives come to ruin from Hosea 3.14. 3.14. We understand. In fact, I'll even read this because I love this. It's, um, oh, where is this one? I don't know because I'm not using my notes again. Sorry, people. i <laughs> so bad. I, I create lovely notes and then don't use them. <laughs> um. I'll read this, it's um, 2 Corinthians 2.11, because we don't want to be unaware. Paul said this, we are not unaware of Satan's schemes. And that's that's what we're talking about today, is the schemes, his schemes. He has the power only through our believing he has the power. He has the power only because we have not recognised he's trying to send um, arrows and bullets and things our way, right? And so our unawareness and lack of knowledge, lack of knowing God, the personal intimacy with the God is the thing that wakes us up to it, gives us the discernment we need. We can catch that stuff and, you know, we have the shield of faith that can stop all those fiery darts coming our way. But without the friendship, without the intimacy, we're very unaware. Right, and so um, when we when we become aware, then we more quickly can see the thing on the TV that's coming our way from some newscaster who's just like vomiting on some other person high profile person in the country, right. We can quickly just cut through it all and just go that 's actually wrong, Jesus, I pray for them, right, pray for them, but, but that 's wrong, and I just cut that off, cut that off my life, cut it off the nation so so it's important to understand, um, I talked about witchcraft words and oaths and curses that sometimes people will willfully do against us and send against us and then other times it's Christians who just gossip and they've sent things against us. And by the way, if you're a person, if leadership, if leadership is involved in gossip, it's even worse because authority, the more authority a person has and if they haven't guarded their mouth and guarded their words, the authority sends even more um, uh, power against a person and it's wrong power, it's wrong power. We'll break that down. We're gonna, we'll are gonna pray against that if you've come under that in your life before. But I do want to tell a few stories. And um, I'm just, I've got a lot, and I don't know. When I first started dating Clayton, it was in 1996, um, he was playing professional basketball. And um, I was like, I don't want to date an American, God. I don't want to end up in America. <laughs> so, <laughs> 20 years here now. <laughs> so um, and I was, we would, just started dating. I, I'd just been brought on the staff of the church that we were at. And I remember we just started dating. And I was, like, usually up the front. But but I was, like, I'm going to go sit with Clayton. And we're dating. I know. This was my first boyfriend too, so I was, like, excited. And <laughs> so I was 26. And so we, uh, I sat down and I put my handbag down next to him and and happened to just look across like that. I don't know why. It was the Holy Spirit, right? As I put my handbag down in the seat in front of me, I sat down next to Clayton's here, but I looked and there was a woman about five or six seats away from us. And the Holy Spirit went, she's a witch. And I went, huh? Because <laughs> he had not, he'd not taught me about this stuff yet. So that was new for me. And, and I was like, what do I do? But here's the thing. It's out of our intimacy He'll tell us these things. Out of intimacy, he'll give us the discernment we need and, and the knowledge of what to do when he gives you the information, right? And so I had to just sit there for a few minutes. The service hadn't yet started. And uh, I was like, Lord, what do I do? And he just goes, just make your way to the back, stand at the very back and pray. Just pray in tongues the whole service. So I did through worship. I just um, made my way to the back. Actually, it was kind of like I stood behind the woman probably... 20 or 30 feet behind the woman, right on the back wall, and just prayed in the spirit, right? That's all I did. And worship's going on. But then, you know, the next portion of the service starts moving and um, everyone's sitting down, but I'm in the way in the back. And I haven't told my senior pastor why I'm doing it yet. So he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, just praying. <laughs> and and um, so I'm standing at the back of the room, just praying in tongues, because that's all the Holy Spirit told me to do, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, the service is going on, the message starts... And then I start seeing this woman get all antsy, like really uncomfortable antsy. And then I notice she keeps communicating with someone else on the other side of the room. And so I'm looking to find out who that person is. And there's a man sitting over there. I'd never seen him either. And the Holy Spirit goes there together. And I was like, okay, well, now what do I do? (laughs) And he just goes, just keep praying. In tongues, not hard. Our obedience is all he asks for, right? So I just kept praying in tongues. And after a while, the two of them start packing up their stuff. The message is still going on. The two of them start packing up their stuff. And they start walking to the exit, which I was really near. So I got in their way and stood in their way. So they had to, they had to, I had to, like, I was blocking it. And, um, and I just said, hi. <laughs> <So good. laughs> and I was like, what are you going to do? I'm not going to... I don't want some kind of, like, big power encounter moment. I just wanted to let them know I'd, I'd seen them, right? Because that, that's... um. That gives them the, the, the permission to repent, but it also gives them the, don't come back if you're not going to, right? So I just engaged them in that couple of moments, and I went, hi, it's so good you're here today. I know who you are. You're welcome to come back anytime and talk to me if you want to repent. <laughs> so, see ya. Um, got out of the way, and they left. And then they never came back. Anyway, and um, why do I tell you that story is because there are there are it's real. The opposition against us is very real. Um, Luke twenty twenty. It says of Jesus that they it just says they sent many spies to spy on Jesus, to trip him up, to see what he was going to say. Right, Luke. That's Luke twenty twenty. Now that sometimes it was sent by the political people, and sometimes it was sent by the um, by the um, Religious people. Now, religious people who operate like this are operating in witchcraft. I've just given you a story about um, uh, two people who were were operating in witchcraft, actually, you know, um, infiltrating, trying to infiltrate, trying to ruin the service. And it does happen. I want you to understand, though, Holy Spirit protects us, right? Because otherwise, why would he... He told me, just go pray in spirit. It's not in my strength that I stood there praying in the spirit, It's only our obedience that just goes, oh, I heard you. I'll go do that because you're the one with all the power. All you need me to do is just stand and do what you're asking. I'll stand and do that. I can pray in tongues. And praying in tongues is super powerful, by the way. Right? It's so powerful. So is our worship, as we've already mentioned. Um, Another time recently here in another building that we had, um, this is another witchcraft story of someone who's given themselves to it, okay? Um, We had a person come into the meeting and he dressed beautifully, like, look, cool. Good-looking guy, right? Um, and so I'm saying that. So you go, you understand, they don't... People that come in with wrong intention like this to try and infiltrate and try and wreck things and try and wreck services don't come in looking like a witch. Don't come dressed looking, oh, you look like you follow a demon. No, they come in and sometimes they are the best-dressed person in the room. <laughs> and so this man came into our service and um, I had never seen him before. And I just beat people, right? But he wouldn't shake my hand and he fist bumped me. And as he did... Can you do that? As he did, as I touched him, the Holy Spirit just sh- like, like zip file went through my heart of all these things that he'd done. Horrible. And I stood there trying to smile. <laughs> Going why did you just show me to the Holy Spirit? But meeting this person and the Holy Spirit goes, he's got wrong intentions and, he, and he's come to, to ruin this place. And so I'm going, hi, after getting the zip file and this split, you know, very, very fast reel of horrible things. Of, you know, actually, um, there's kids here. But doing things with kids, okay, wrongly. And um, anyway, so he starts giving me his, his stories of he's a really great person. He's a counsellor. And the the man's giving me this really opposite story to what the Holy Spirit just gave me. So I had to just listen, because I will. I want to give a person dignity every single time. It's important that we love people and give them dignity. Because if I can know that about a person and still love them past that, then Jesus has a chance at reaching them. And I could be the one that could just unlock something and offer Forgiveness, offer, repentance. So the heart is always so important that we keep our heart engaged with the person because they don't understand. They're a puppet, right? Anyway, zip file happened, conversation happens. He has a few more conversations and um, Clayton met him too and, and Clayton goes, oh, I met that guy and, and he had, he'd given Clayton the same, all this great information. Oh, I'm a professional and whatever. I've got a family... He even showed me a a photo of a wife and kids. But what the Holy Spirit told me is that that was all a big lie. So I'm standing there going, I I really (laughs) want to know what you have to tell me, Holy Spirit. But equally, I really want you to give me the love so I can keep engaged with this heart. Anyway, so um, I get home after having the conversations. Clayton's had conversations. And the Holy Spirit goes, look him up. So I did. And sure enough, it's just... Um, uh, what do you call it it's been in jail so there's the jail record there's a record huh so it's prison record and everything Holy Spirit showed me when I touched bumped his hand everything Holy Spirit was all on the prison record does that make sense and here's what is really great is Holy Spirit is so kind to have shown me that later so that I wasn't at home hours later confused going, well, he said this, but you said this. I trust you, Holy Spirit, but what you showed me is pretty big and ugly and awful. I almost have a hard time believing it about a person. You'd want to have a hard time believing it about a person, right? Um, but, but when the Holy Spirit then showed me the rap sheet, the corruption the prison stuff, um, it was a really great opportunity because the next time I met the person, I was able to pray a little differently, right? Offer love still, but also say... I know why you're here (laughs) and say you're welcome to be part of us so long as you understand I'm going to take you in a deep dive in repentance and if you're not willing for that you can't stay here does make sense so that's why the Holy Spirit is in you is to protect you to protect our church to protect our loved ones our family Right against the things of the world. So I've just given you two stories of uh, uh, like people who actually operate in witchcraft. But it's the stuff, it's the stuff that I want to pray through at the end of this, is just to get us very, very free, right? Um, what time is it? Eleven thirty-eight. I'm going to give you a quick two more stories because this is how the enemy also does it through a person. Um, um, actually, do you know that in First Kings 19 and 20, uh, um, Elijah in 19, is it 19? Yeah, First Kings 19, Elijah kills 450 prophets. There's a massive power encounter. Elijah kills 450 false prophets. The false prophets were themselves murderers and people who'd been involved um, in witchcraft at very high levels serving Jezebel, okay? So he there's a power encounter. He kills those prophets. Great victory that day. Jezebel that night goes... In chapter 20, it says, be it unto me if I don't kill you by tomorrow. And Elijah goes, flip, and he's out of town. Right? He runs in fear. Here's the thing is, even after massive power encounter and victory in the Lord, he let fear get on him and a picture of what Jezebel had spoken over him, he started to own and he ran for the hills and spent a few days out of town because he he lived in fear. So it can happen to any of us. We've got to be people who understand that when someone says something over us evil, we have to reject it right away. That's the setup for what I'm about to tell you. I was with Kat and Lizzie and maybe Sarah. Were you, maybe you were with us? We were in. Remember we were in Lancaster, and um, we were walking away from a conference a long way to where our cars were. Nighttime. It's like eleven o'clock at night had a long walk and it was cold but I saw at a bus stop there was a woman there, she looked homeless but I saw over her a much bigger demon, it was like an ugly fat thing, like behind her and the Holy Spirit just goes, just watch out and we walk up to her but there's this little frail homeless woman right and so we did engage her and we started giving her the food that I had in my bag right so we're giving her food and saying hey can we help you, you a blanket food and she didn't say a word but then she finally, do you remember this, she looked up and she goes right at me You're going to die young. You're going to live a very short life and your destiny is going to be cut off. And so I just said, I'm going to live till I'm very, very old and I'm going to serve the Lord till I'm very, very old and I'm going to be very healthy because I love Jesus and he's in me and he's not in you. (laughs) You understand? That is how you cut off witchcraft. With your words. You counter it with your words. The second time it happened, it was in my own street and I had a word of knowledge for a man that was dragging his trash cans, what do you call them? (laughs) I thought I'd said the Australian word, it gets so confused sometimes. We call it a wheelie bin. (laughs) I thought I'd said the wrong one. (laughs) He was dragging his wheelie bin to the street. Um, Anyway, so he's got his his wheelie um, trash can. that easy it's that easy people and he got, he's got his trash can he pulled it out the street but I got a pain in my knee as as I was and so I stopped and said Hi, as I'm walking by and I was like do you have a pain in your knee I don't know the man and and he goes I do actually I was like well I love Jesus and he just kind of told me that you did but because he told me that you did I can probably pray for you right now and have that healed that's how word of knowledge works right so so um he goes, I don't want you to pray for me. <laughs> I was like, okay then. <laughs> I wanted to keep going, but I didn't. I was like, uh, what's your name? And then he, he didn't answer me and he just goes, he just goes I've got to be careful. with this person? Not in the room. I want to be careful. No, it's, it's serious. Like, this is a family member. I know your family member. And describe the family member. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to run over her with my car. I know where you live. And I just went, Jesus knows where I live and I've got really big angels. So you're going to have to get past them. (laughs) So, so, So do you understand? It was just threat. It was just a demon speaking through this person. It was just ugly, awful threat. But it's witchcraft. And we counter it with our words. We counter it with our faith. We counter it with what God says about us. We counter it by then prophetically declaring the things that God says about us rather than what the enemy would like to say over us. As we live as very prophetic people, right? But the devil also tries to use prophetic, gross things against us and send assignments against us. So we reverse that by the words we use, by the words that we give back. By how we pray, by how we worship when we engage in worship. And we go, I'm going to get a victory today. Right? So we're standing there, I'm going to get a victory. Sing it. And that's why we repeat some of this stuff. Like repeat it and repeat it because it's got to get in your heart. Right? So they're the two stories. Are you Okay, I know I've told some heavy things today on the one hand. Amen. <laughs> Another one. Well, it's getting late, though. Uh, I'll tell one more story. I, uh, yeah, it's getting late, so we just, I just, we'll just pray, okay? Um, so there's no condemnation if you've given yourself and believed some of these things. There's no condemnation, okay? Because sometimes we do it without realising But once we're told and once we understand and once we've been explained, then it's time to just go, be a responsible adult and go, I'm sorry, I repent for that and I renounce my involvement. It's that easy, okay? It's really that easy because God makes it really easy for us. We don't have to strive at this. And so so when we have given ourselves to wrong uh, things... It is important that we repent, that we go, God, I, I, I'm aware that I've been part of things that I should not have done. I've said things that I should not have said. I have. Here's one thing. Here's like a curse. You curse yourself by saying, I will never be like my father. And then you grow up to be just like your father and do the things that you didn't like in the first place. Now, here's what that is. That's called a personal oath. And it's witchcraft. So... We're going to break off a few of these things today, all right? All right, so, and don't worry about the kids, right? They're in here. I'm not worried at all, but we will, we're going to pray and we'll be a little bit quiet as we pray too, but uh, so that's what I'm saying is don't worry about the kids, if they're still just being kids, because we just, we were all kids one time, right? And we want to give them the same grace that we got. Hopefully we got it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if we didn't we're now grown adult mature people responsible adults <laughs> and, and we can exercise the grace that we didn't get to ours. um and so okay so we're just going to pray um i'm some some of it i'm going to get you to repeat after me okay so say so this so jesus i am sorry for any wrong word i've spoken against myself or against my family or against any other person. I repent and I break down those words in Jesus mighty name. They are now powerless. I am sorry for any oaths I have made against myself, any wrong promises I've made against myself or any family members I break every single one of those things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay. Amen. It's it's that easy. It's that easy. It's not a formula. This is not, we don't do formulas. Jesus does not have formulas. All right, and so you can use the same words I just used or you can use your own that mean the same kind of thing. But I'm going to keep praying, okay? So God, I just thank you right now that every single enemy assignment that's been on the back of those words now has no power. In Jesus' name, we break off the power of the enemy. We break the power off the enemy of our wrong words. In Jesus' name. And God, I pray that when people have now broken those things off, the things that the enemy has stolen from them, I pray bring those into their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, bring in the good. Bring in your help heavenly good things into the lives of the people that have been ripped off from the enemy in Jesus mighty name all right so now we're also going to do this Um, and I'm not going to have everybody pray this out loud but do this in your heart maybe because maybe you need a little bit of privacy over this one because I really do want to pray and break people that have been involved with wrong things Um, because you've deliberately given your word to cast spells to curse people deliberately to being involved with occultic stuff. And in a room this size, I could easily look around and know that there'd be easily 20 people or more that have. It's that common. Okay, now I'm talking also about any kind of New Age stuff. New Age comes right up under witchcraft. All of the New Age stuff, by the way, which includes yoga, right? And so all of the New Age stuff, any kind of false religion involvement. So you can keep your eyes closed because I just want to give people privacy over this one. Um, so you can pray it, you can like confess it and, and c- agree in your heart on this one, okay? For God, I repent of my involvement in wrong, false religions. I repent of my involvement in new age. I repent of deliberately giving myself to cast spells and and send curses against other people. I repent, Lord Jesus, of doing these wrong things because they're from the enemy and I do not want any part of the enemy. I break all agreement with the enemy. I break all contracts with the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. And by the blood of Jesus, I ask that the blood of Jesus would stand like a wall between me and the enemy now and those contracts are broken in Jesus' name, I pray, Father God, for freedom for people. I pray, Father, for truth to really enter into our parts. God, you, you, you want us to live by your truth. Your truth is what sets us free. So I pray, Father God, for the freedom in every single person's heart. And I pray, God, for the increase in discernment in people's hearts. I pray for discernment. I pray for the increase of seeing and knowing and hearing. And any way that you want to give us revelation, God, I pray for the increase of discernment, that we be people who have such extreme levels of discernment that we see and we know. And when the enemy comes against us, we can quickly combat him because we know who we are in you and we know you. I pray for the increase of intimacy over people's lives. I pray for hearts to go deeper in you, Jesus. I pray for freedom to come in. Thank you because even joy was the thing over over our meeting this morning. I pray, God, that we'd be people who know how to do warfare in you. And that is through being people who live with joy, who live with love, who live with peace in our heart, who can love the person even though they come to do us harm, we can still offer love, and that is warfare. And so I pray, Father, we be people who, who know who you are, spiritual muscle. Grow our spiritual muscles, God. Grow our spiritual muscles in Jesus' name. Grow our discernment muscles. Help us, God, not be pushed around and sat down or be afraid. Help us not be persuaded by the enemy to be quiet on anything, that we'd be people who instead speak your truth and speak about your love and speak about your grace and speak about the cross of Christ and, and excuse the blood of Jesus when we need to. God, I pray we'd understand what our weapons are. Prayer, worship, joy, peace, life. God, help us. Help us just to be overcomers. We've overcome the world because you overcame the world, Jesus. So help us walk in that. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Done. Amen. So, so um, I will, you know, there's people here today that will pray for you if you want more prayer on anything, but especially on that kind of stuff today. We scratch the surface on some of this stuff because the spiritual world around about us is, is all around about us and it is full of life because God is abundant life. God, wherever God, God creates abundant life so that the spiritual world around about us is teeming with life and most of it is very good, by the way. I've talked about some yucky things and I've talked about some witchcraft stuff but understand God is who has all the power, amen? We don't have to do this with fear. We combat the lies with God's truth, right?